0: Hey friends, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for joining me in my little corner of the internet. Today is Monday, September 16th. It is episode number 819. And today I'm gonna take questions from listeners that really have to do with homeschooling versus private education. I don't normally talk about this because I think it can be divisive, but I'm gonna try to guide you through it. Stick around, I think you're gonna be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today. For everybody who joined us out in Fredericksburg, we had a wonderful time out there. It's always encouraging for me to be able to travel around and meet you and really see the Lord at work in your life. And that was certainly the case for the conference in Virginia. We hope to come back there again. And uh, I know that a lot of you are listening to that who maybe found me for the first time time. So I'm going to encourage you like I did in Virginia, stay faithful. The Lord wants to use you. Jesus is a life changer. The gospel of Jesus Christ changes us, and it's going to change you too. So this is an exciting time to be a Christian, get off the bench, get onto the battlefield. So many amazing things happening around the culture right now. And I continue to get questions about education. I love getting them. I'm going to answer some of them today. And uh, let's, I want to talk about it with an open heart because to me, education, like I've said many times, education is not neutral. Education is the responsibility of parents. So the first question comes from a woman named Desiree. She says, Heidi, I'm writing to you from Florida. Hey, Florida girl, I'm relatively new to your podcast, and I love it. The education podcast specifically is enlightening and encouraging. This leads me to a question I have about homeschooling. It's an issue of homeschool versus Christian school. I have three children, nine, six, and three. I homeschooled my oldest son when he was in K, four, and kinder, and then I sent him to first grade in a private Christian school. Reason being, I was having a hard time balancing being a wife, mom, educator, cleaner, cook, etc. Moment of silence, Desiree. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel you, girl. My son is now in third grade and my daughter in first grade. I do believe you mentioned attending a Christian school yourself. So I'm wondering if it's truly better to homeschool versus Christian school. I do understand the drawbacks of sending our kids to public schools as I am not in agreement with much of what is taught or expected of children in this environment. But how is homeschool? better than Christian private school? So that's one question. And here is another question that comes from a listener who wishes to remain anonymous. Dear Heidi, I love your podcast. I'm so glad it airs three days a week because I never get too far behind when I can't catch up on a project day. Thank you. Uh, The church we attend has a private school in it. We have been attending for a few years now. Before this, we didn't have much contact with any type of private school. I can't put my finger on it, but I just can't get behind the idea that God is pleased with Christians who send their kids away for the majority of their childhood to be educated, even in a Christian setting. Obviously, the public school system is tainted at its core, but even when solid biblical truth is being integrated into a child's education system, isn't God fairly clear that we as parents are to be the primary religious and educational teachers of our children? Can you talk a bit about what the Bible has to say about Christian school and private school in general? All right, so a couple of things before I, I jump into this. First of all, I will give you guys a little bit of my history for those of you who aren't familiar with it or just didn't hear it before because as Desiree suggested, I have talked about my own education. I was educated in a private school. I went to a Christian school from kindergarten through 12th grade. My parents, uh, actually my grandparents, paid for our tuition. And as a general rule, I had a very, very good experience in my Christian school. This was back in the 80s, so I realize I'm dating myself. So it was quite a while ago, and uh, we chose for our own children to homeschool them, and I'm going to kind of lead you through, you know, how we made that decision and where we where we ended up as a family. But the one thing I want to say before I before I I jump into this, because I realize this is uh, kind of a divisive issue and people can get upset. You guys, this is not something for Christians to be fighting about with each other. All right, we got enough We got enough to worry about without beating each other up. You're not gonna hear me beat up the parent who chooses to put their child in public school either. You're gonna hear me say, wow, you got your work cut out for you. So if you choose to put your child in public school for whatever reason, we're still gonna be friends and I hope you're still gonna listen to the podcast and I'm gonna continue to encourage you get off the bench and onto the battlefield. I think, frankly, if your kids are in public school, you're gonna work 10 times harder than a homeschool mom because you're gonna be having to undo a lot of the damage that is happening to your heart, your child's uh, heart and mind while they're being educated in a godless environment. And as Christians, the Bible teaches us that God should be the center of our lives. That means that we consider him and how he would feel about something uh, in every aspect, right? And so when we choose a college for our child, uh we want to we want to consider what does God have to say what does the Bible have to say about education what does my uh what does the Lord want me to do about this person that my child is considering dating what about these classes what about you know there are, we want the Lord to be intimately involved in our lives we don't want to wear him as an accessory I'm going to let that sit we don't want to wear our Christianity as an accessory. And so often in the church today, this is what I see, you know, uh, our Christianity is something that we put on when we go to church, but then we take it off when we turn on Netflix. Or we put it on when we're on our Wednesday, Wednesday night at Bible study, that we'll, but then we take it off when we choose who's gonna be educating our children. And that's not right. Uh, the Bible teaches us that um, God uh, is interested in us having wisdom. All right, Proverbs 16, 16 says that having wisdom and understanding is better than having silver or gold. That's kind of a big deal, right? Because I think what's happening in the culture right now is we are not uh, embracing this idea of teaching our children to be wise, and instead they're getting a lot of knowledge. Wisdom is what happens when we can apply the things that we're learning to everyday life and filter them through the grid of God's scripture. This is so important. And I think often uh, it's the same thing for college. You guys, not everybody needs to go to college. I I know that, that some of you are like, what? But it's true. We've, we've totally devalued the trades, which I don't understand why we've done that. And we're pushing our kids to go to liberal universities. And oftentimes they go and they don't know what they're doing. I'm a huge fan of a gap year. My friend Bill Jack's uh, uh, Gap Year program, the uh, Abbey at Worldview Academy, is a great place. My uh, my nephew is there right now. I'm so excited for him. We want our kids to walk with the Lord, and education is part of that. Second Timothy chapter two verse fifteen tells us that we should study to show God that we understand truth, that we want we want to understand the world as God sees it. So this verse refers to knowing God's Word and being able to point out false teaching and philosophies, but it also applies to how we view education. So as a student, we want uh, you should indulge yourself in your work and be the best that you can be. Take your classes seriously, prepare for them, try to get ahead, Right, four is gonna go by pretty quickly, but God wants you to give it your all, study to show yourself approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, who rightly divides the word of truth. So studying is important, all right? But we also know that we should put God first. We wanna put the Lord first. Moses was educated, right? The Bible is pro-education, but listen, you guys, it's got to be tied to godly wisdom or it turns into foolishness. It turns into foolishness. Once you look at the book of Proverbs, you'll see very quickly Moses was no exception as it was written of him. This is from uh, Acts. At this time, Moses was born and he was beautiful in God's sight. And he was brought up for three months in his father's house. And when he was exposed, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and brought him up as her own son. And Moses was instructed in all the wisdom of the Egyptians. And he was mighty in his words and deeds. It looks to me like education served Moses pretty well when he started to help administer the civil laws and codes for the nation of Israel. He also acted as a judge for the people, right? So education's not a bad thing. I think sometimes uh, people people are down on it, but the Bible tells us that we want to be uh, full of wisdom, not just knowledge. If If you're full of just knowledge, I mean, all you gotta do is go to University of California, Berkeley. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Or for goodness sake, go down here to University of Portland. We've got a lot of kids wandering around campus right now who are foolish and arrogant. And we want to be wise. We want to learn to be wise, but we understand that wisdom, the Bible says the fear of the Lord in Proverbs 1, 7 is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord, but fools despise wisdom. And instruction Proverbs 24, verses three to seven, by wisdom, a house is built and by understanding it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is full of strength and a man of knowledge enhances his might. For by wise guidance, you can wage your war and in abundance of counselors, there is victory. Wisdom is too high for a fool. In the gate, he does not open his mouth. So it takes godly wisdom to build and have understanding, to be established, and it is only by knowledge that true riches are acquired. And these riches are not found only in the wisdom of literature. They're found in the whole counsel of the word of God, starting in the book of Genesis all the way to Revelation. And in these pages, we are gonna find no greater wisdom, education, or knowledge in the entire world. So education is important, and who educates your kids are important. So now we get to sort of the crux of your question, which is what do I think about Christian schools versus homeschooling? So obviously, our family chose to homeschool our kids, and we had a very interesting story in how we came to do that. My husband was pastoring here in Vancouver, Washington, and one of the perks of his pastorate was that our children would be able to go to the Christian school that was at this church for free. And I thought it, at that point, we'd been homeschooling our kids for a couple of years because you remember we pulled our daughter Savannah out of public school to homeschool her, something I thought I would never do. But we had done that. By now, we'd been homeschooling for about three years and my husband was offered this job. And along with it came free tuition for our kids at a Christian school. And I remember telling my husband, we have struck the, you know, Pater, This is the holy grail of education. We're finally gonna get to put our kids in a Christian school and I'm not gonna have to feel responsible for their education anymore. And he was like, that's right. This is so awesome. But we decided before we made a decision, we would pray about it. And we we took it before the Lord. And you guys, as I live and breathe, we knew within a day that God was saying, No, keep him home. So here now I have access to uh free tuition for a really great private Christian school. And the Lord was saying, no, keep him home. And I believe, I still believe, uh, if you got a if you got a choice, to make, um, homeschooling is the best option because your kids get to be with you all the time and you get to bring them up and you get to teach them the word of God and you get to determine what is important for them. Even when they're in a Christian school, your kids are influenced um, by the world. It's It's just the truth. I went to a Christian school and we had some pretty serious problems in my school and I remember them still today. In fact, some of the kids I went to school with are still carrying the scars that they incurred in my private Christian school. So do I think it's a sin to send your kids to a Christian school? Absolutely not. And for goodness sake, if it's going to be a Christian school or a public school, put them in a Christian school. To me, uh, you know, a homeschooling is just, it's a better option, but I don't think it's a sin issue. And I think this is where, you know, we start throwing things at each other and people get all upset. And i i I got a little bit of a hint of arrogance in a couple of other letters that I didn't read. Uh, from people who homeschool their kids and feel like this is the the very best option and they really are looking down on people who put their kids in Christian schools. You guys, we gotta knock that off. We need to be praying for each other. We need to be praying, Lord, give my, my neighbor wisdom, give my sister or my brother-in-law wisdom so that they can follow you. And then I'm gonna trust that God's gonna speak to them because the person that the Lord is most likely to speak to about what you should do with your kids in school is not me. Aren't you glad? It's you But that means that you got to be in prayer That means you got to be willing to come before the lord with an open hand And an open heart And say lord What do you want me to do and sometimes you guys god's going to answer that question in a way that you're not going to enjoy Sometimes the lord's going to say no, I don't want you to do that I don't I, I want you to do this and you're going to be surprised by it. And you might even be dismayed, but it becomes, it, it's about obedience because the Bible has a lot more to say, I think, than we, than we want to admit that it does on the subject of Christian education. So I'm a fan of Christian education. My, my grandparents, like I said, put me through a Christian school. They did not want us in the public school. And this was a long time ago. And I remember my grandmother telling me that education mattered to the Lord. It matters to the Lord. And scripture is clear that some matters are left up to individual preference and and conscience. But where the Bible speaks clearly, we need to listen and obey. So remember, I, I, I quote this verse all the time. Luke 640, you guys have this memorized, put it on your refrigerator, write it down on Post-it note. When a student is fully trained, he will be like his teacher. When a student is fully trained, he will be like, like his teacher. And you guys, God is consistent when he gives instructions on education to his people. He's telling us it matters when you rise up, when you sit down. We are responsible for how our children's hearts and minds are forming, the opinions that they're forming, the ideas that they're forming. Parents are responsible for that. It is a parent who gets to, uh, who has the responsibility for the upbringing and education of their children, right and so if you know if you're if you're wondering I'll link back to a bunch of, of scriptures for you today but there are lots of scriptures that talk about education in the Bible lots of passages for you to read and pray over um, and I want to encourage you as you do it it's not enough to just come up with an opinion and say, well this is what we're doing. can I just encourage you to have a biblical backup for whatever decision that you come to? You'd say, hey, my husband and I prayed about it, and this is what we we decided to do. But please don't take the Bible out of context and start talking to me about salt and light. Now we're supposed to be, your kids are supposed to be salt and light in the school district. I do not read that anywhere. I don't read it anywhere. So if you're gonna say, this is why I'm doing it, please just don't use scripture to back it up. Because I feel like it's just taking it out of context. It's like saying we're gonna throw our kids out onto the front lines. And uh, here you go, guys. Now, have, do I have some friends whose kids have gone through the public school and have been fine? Absolutely. And I, one of my very best friends in the whole world put her kids in public school. And guess what? We're still very best friends. It wasn't a deal breaker. I'm not responsible for my friend's kids. She is. And she's not responsible for my kids. I am. And we can love each other. We can love each other. And we need to be doing that. Another thing that I want to point out is there is no magic bullet. So if you think that homeschooling is gonna keep your kids from walking away from the Lord, you are sorely misunderstanding uh, parenting. Your children are going to reach an age of accountability and they're gonna get to choose for themselves. And this is part of the reason why I'm always encouraging parents, please, please, please do not make the Bible a subject that you teach in school. The Bible is life, it's living water, it's what we do whether our kids are in public school or homeschooled or Christian schooled, we are teaching God's word to our children. My husband and I wrote a Bible devotional for families called Firmly Planted, I'll link back to it in the show notes today so you can find it, but the whole idea behind that was to engage the entire family in the study of God's word. To understand that we want our kids to know the Bible before they know any other thing, we want them to understand God's word, because the world is blurring the lines between right and wrong right now, and the schools are not giving our kids godly instruction, and moral relativism has permeated the culture, and we want our children not to call evil good, right? We want them to make a sharp distinction between the two. Homeschooling is not the answer. You should write that down. Christian school is not the answer. Jesus is the answer teaching our children to walk in right relationship with the Lord. And I'd love to sit here today in the studio and tell you that Jay and I have never had a bad moment with our kids. Dude, I, I pray my heart out for my kids by name every day because I know how vulnerable they are to the lies of the enemy. And also I know that because my husband and I are on the forefront of the, of the battle and because we've taken a place in leadership in the church, our kids are a particularly hot target for the enemy of their soul. And I know that homeschooling is not gonna save them. At the end of the day, it's gonna be, do they know Jesus? And so that's your role. Listen, the public school system as it currently exists was built on a foundation of secularism, right? In our school system, can we be honest? God is disallowed. The Bible has been rejected. And I'm telling you, your kids, if they're in public school, they're not being taught in in a philosophical vacuum. There is a worldview that they're being taught. Education is not neutral. The schools are not worldview neutral. And when you eliminate God and when you get rid of scripture, you can be certain that the fear of the Lord is not going to be the foundation of which your children are going to receive an education. And so wherever your kids are in school, if your kids are in public school, I hope and I pray that you are involved, that you are getting on the board, that you're talking to your children about what they're learning, that you are uh, carefully paying attention to the children that they're hanging out with. This is actually true everywhere. This is true in the homeschool world. The Bible says that a companion of fools suffers harm. Oh my goodness, we can go on and on. I'm out of time today. But the main thing I want you to come away with is, personally, uh, you know, if there was a gold standard, I think that homeschooling is it. it's hard. I would love to tell you, wow, it's so easy. I've never had a bad day. I've never yelled at my kids, but that wouldn't be true. (laughs) But I always tell people it was the hardest, best decision that we ever made. If you can't homeschool your kids, then I think, boy, a Christian school is the next best option. And if you can't do that, put them in public school and pray like crazy and get involved. But no matter what you're doing, you got to pray like crazy. No matter what you're doing, you got to get involved. But parents, can we not attack each other? Can we pray for each other? I believe that God would have us do that, to love each other well and to say, man, I'm praying for you. You guys, we need revival in our churches. We need the Lord to move in our families and we need to be coming under the authority of scripture and really praying together with our spouses, Lord, show us what you want us to do. God has answers for you from his word. He will direct you and he will show you what to do. God wants to be intimately involved in every decision that you make, particularly as it relates to your family. I wanna say thanks for listening today. As usual, I love it if you could leave a review for the podcast over at iTunes. If you've never reviewed my book, Becoming Mom Strong or Prayers to the Battlefield or Bible Promises for Moms or any of the books I've written, I love it if you would do that. Also, I wanted to let you know I have a beautiful pro-life pendant. Uh, That I think you guys are going to love And it makes a statement about supporting life You can find it at the store at HeidiStJohn.com Before I go today, I want to remind you That this podcast has been sponsored By Evangelical Christian Credit Union You guys, I talk a lot about sheltering children And the importance of sheltering children But there is one thing that we should not Keep our children from And that is the power of handling money responsibly Our podcast sponsor today is ECCU And they have tools that parents can use To teach financial. Financial responsibility to children of any age. You can open spending accounts, savings accounts with no monthly or overdraft fees. You guys, I could go on and on. Listen, we need to teach our children to be accountable for their finances and ECCU will help you do just that. For more information, check them out at eccu.org forward slash Heidi. Don't shield your children from responsibility. They'll thank you for it later. So that's all I have for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in. And as usual, if you've got a question that you'd like to send us, please send it to me at podcast at thebusymom.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I'll see you back here on Wednesday for week three of Ambassador the Study at MomStrong International. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.